All right, happy Labor Day from Peeps Creek, the cafe where you can sit at our table, order your favorite drink, and listen to some slightly intense but definitely worthwhile conversations. A podcast where you can drink, listen, and converse. Today, I am joined in the cafe by Christian. Put a big smile, Christian, your beautiful spouse. Say hello to the people, Christian. Hello. <laughs> and we are joined virtually from Virginia Beach, Virginia, by with Denise. Say hello, Denise. Hello. All right. So you know <laughs> that here at Peeps Creek, we always have a conversation sit around drinks. And today I am switching it up just a little bit. I am drinking some Jack with some Red Bull, sugar-free Red Bull. And Christian, what are you drinking on today? I went back to my old roots and it's tequila and ginger ale. Tequila and ginger ale. All right. And Denise, what are you drinking on over there? I am drinking on some sangria. You still got the bottle? Homemade. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right, so if you are over the age of 21, go ahead and get your favorite alcoholic beverage. If you are under the age of 21 or just don't feel like drinking, that is perfectly fine. You don't have to. You get some water, get some tea, get some coffee, get some orange juice, get you some limeade, or get you some pop. For those of you who don't know what pop is, that is soda. All right, so are you all ready to get into the topic today? Ready. Ready. So, what's on the menu today at Peeps Creek? Hot stuff coming up. Ready, all right. And on today's menu is our Labor Day happy hour time. All right, so... (laughs) For those of you who don't know what the menu is, the menu is the topic. All right. So we are um, going to have a little happy hour here on Labor Day. Denise cannot join us physically, but she is here in spirit, right? Yes. Did you do any barbecuing over there for Labor Day? I did not, actually. My apartment doesn't really have enough space for me to barbecue. So. Y'all don't have like a joint, like a area where people could there's barbecue set out we do but i don't like it the area it's at so yeah you ain't even put nothing in the oven i cooked but not barbecue okay what did you cook denise i had some rice i did some rice some chicken some french fries okay that's not really labor day that sounds good though (laughs) (laughs) we we actually barbecued we actually put together a brand new pit don't say we i was gonna say we put together do not say we (laughs) we put together i put together a blue rhino gas grill okay we made some good hamburgers. Yeah, I didn't cook, but okay. I'll let you have that. We had some grilled asparagus. Davion, even Davion, my son, ate three hamburgers. We had some grilled salmon burgers. Okay. Did and Davion, just did Davion some, eat salmon burgers or just regular burgers? No, just regular burgers and some asparagus. But it was really good. Um, it was a quick little thing, and so, yeah, we decided to do that. It was pretty good. And for those of you who are looking on YouTube, you should notice that we have a new hookah. And not only do we have a new hookah, by the way, we need a name. So if you can help us name her, that would be greatly appreciated. But we also have a new hookah, hookah, hookah <laughs> e-head there. And she's actually pretty quiet in comparison to others. Let me give her a a test. Nah, she still make the same noise. Just <laughs> and not she loud. Had good clouds. Anyway, um, so we're happy to do that. All right. So today, I understand, Denise, you are actually going to take over the episode. Is that right? Yes, I'm back by popular demand. You know, people like the first one, and they just kept insisting for another one. And I said, of course, your wish popular is my demand. command. 
you do realize that you vocalize it that you want to lead this is not any any idea that that's really the popular vote saying that you you acting like trump right now you know trying to act like you won something knowing you ain't winning all right <clears throat> all right so i went ahead and posted on instagram um on peeps creek ask us anything and so we did get a couple of questions we actually got a lot of questions so hopefully we can um keep this under an hour um a lot of questions come through people i know i know come through I was going to say, oh my God, I lost the questions. No, I found them. What I did do is I'm actually, I try to gather all the questions and kind of put them in category, you know, kind of for it to flow. Um, so let me know when you guys are ready. Are you guys ready? Always ready. ready. I stay ready. So all right. I won't have to get ready. Pure. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the first question actually if you guys give me just a second because so the first question that we got is how do you guys know each other so who wants to start go ahead denise okay so i met sean he was my team lead so we worked together um i hated him i still do to this day after 16 17 years um and i met christian through sean and he's the best all right i met sean um we actually met out in dc so in the area um it was at like a small little bar and then we just started talking and then we realized that we were basically neighbors so yeah, that's where it all started. That's how I joined the podcast. And then I met Denise through Sean. And I might add, I may I add that I like Denise a lot more. I like you too, Chris. Okay. That's all well, I do. So I met. I do want to say. I, I, met, I met. Hello. I'm sorry. Time. I just wanted to clarify. I don't hate you. I just don't like you. I really don't care, honestly. You You're just annoying. Me. You're not paying none of my bills. So none of that matters. All right. <laughs> so I met Denise. Let me just make this very quick fast and in a hurry oh my okay. gosh I, I met denise we worked at the same place i was the team lead she ain't like me i ain't like her ass period okay <laughs> we started hanging out eventually we end up living together end up getting married end up having a kid end up divorcing end up working together on this podcast so that's how that story ended why do you have to add all that in between we could have just left it as you know we work together Period. Yeah, okay. <laughs> right. No, no, right. it's true. Let's move on. Next question. All right. So the next question is, did you guys start out on YouTube first? So, Sean. Mm -mm. We did not. We did not start off on YouTube at first. I was, uh, we started out just on podcast directories because that's how I got hooked on to podcasts, just the auditorial aspect of it. But I also realized that um there was a sector of folks who only like listening to podcasts by viewing them on youtube um and what better way to put a visual to um the perspective of what the audio version of the cafe is about it's easier to see us at the bar having drinks seeing us talking to one another um and so i eventually also went over to youtube so we can have the video so the videos sometimes are longer than the actual audio um, podcast because I want to show some of that organic um, interaction between each other that we you can't really bring to life just listening to. So yeah. So the next on the podcast since you started YouTube, right? Yes. Um, the next question is to is geared towards the podcast. How did you all start the podcast? I'll start. Um, I know you have a lot to say, but I'm just gonna say it. Um, I so he asked me, and I was like, no. And then he asked me to come over, and I was like, okay. I came over. The podcast was all ready to go, and I was kind of <laughs> forced to sit down. This was literally like what a year, maybe a year and a half ago. The episode you went on, yeah. And then that was like my first one, and then. 
I just started coming on more regularly, and now I'm a co-host. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Denise. Um, I didn't start the podcast. I actually joined after um, Sean created the virtual book club. And so I participated in one of the book reviews. Um, and then I started joining them as a guest on the podcast. So it's not my podcast, it's Sean's podcast. Yeah, that, I meant that too. <laughs> <laughs> well, no podcast would be a podcast without all those people who contribute in their own annoying ways. So you all contribute in your own annoying ways. But the brain behind the mechanism that is Peeps Creek, the cafe, is me. Wow. Boom. Angles. It's like, no. Um, so yeah, so I started it in 2018. First episode was in December 2018. Um, I really wanted it as a platform where I can have my own um, have my friends over whomever we can just have good conversation have some drinks and just talk shit out um, without any concern about how you say things you know who's going to like it who's not going to like it so I did that it was initially called the double entendre podcast because initially it was going to be um, me and this other person on there who had varying views on absolutely everything but we was going to find a way every episode to make sure that we um, have two sides of the same coin on a particular issue that didn't pan out um, and then I started having other people on um, and so yeah and then eventually it I turned it into the cafe um, because that's truly more what I envision overall because right the reality is, is I actually want to open up a cafe where we have hookah which is why there's always hookah at the, at the cafe and drinks and food and things of that nature so that's ultimately what I want to do and I want to call it Peeps Creek the cafe so it just naturally flows with the podcast and ideally I want a little podcast studio in the back of the cafe so and glass so people can see us make the podcast while they eat and drink all right the next question are you or were you concerned with listenership did I say that right uh yeah um I think with anything starting off, you're always concerned about whether or not things are going to pick up. I also um, was concerned because I know that I'm I'm odd, I'm weird, I'm different. I don't think like a lot of people think. Um, and so I'm also not big on social media in the sense that um, I don't have millions of friends on my social media. Um, so I was initially concerned about that, but then I just realized who fucking cares at the end of the day. If people who are my friends, family. If they're going to listen to it, they're going to listen to it. If not, they're not. The reality is, though, I would say this. I receive more commentary from individuals who I have no relationship with than people who I have relationships with. So um, my listenership is for those individuals who actually enjoy it and those people who watch it. We have great, for me, I feel like we have great viewership on YouTube. We have a, a, a good number of followers. So yes, initially I was, but then I realized um, that, you know, it's hard work. There's going to be failure. There's going to be times where you'd be like, why the hell am I doing this? But then there's also great times where you just keep doing it and keep doing it. Um, and that is what I'm doing. And that's what I plan on continuing doing. So yeah. All right. Um, the next question is, I'm sorry. What has been your favorite moment so far on Peeps Creek? Mm. So I can start. Um, my okay. favorite moment, honestly, moment-wise, it's every time we record. I think that um, just the different episodes is always fun, you know, just to do this. Um, Christian is more you than anything. But of course, I, I already knew. I'm, I already knew that. No, but if I had to, I and I know this was question, but I would say one of my favorite episodes to do um, is the Axe Reddit. Is that how is that the name of how we um, is we the Reddit, Reddit questions? We Reddit. That's what it is, where we um, get questions mm -hmm. from Reddit and we give our own advice. So those have been my favorite episodes on Peeps Creek. But favorite moments to me is every time we actually do a, a recording. Oh. What about I'll you guys? You about, 
I'll agree with you about the whole, uh, I think that every time we get together, even before we start recording, we're always like laughing or arguing. It's, you know, it comes to, it's a whole package. Um, but favorite moment wise, I would say our first book review. One, because it was my, my book. And two, it was Denise's first time on the podcast. And just the scenery and everything was, we were at, at, in Virginia Beach. Yep. Yes. And behind us was like the ocean at one point, And it was just so nice and calming. And I, it was nice overall. Yep. What about you, Sean? Um, my favorite, my favorite moments is every time I put a mic here. But if I truly had to pick them, it's when my son actually comes and joins because I feel like he is hilarious in his own way. Um, very laid back, but the two of us together when we are interacting with each other, it's always fun. So those are truly my favorite moments if I had to pick some. But yeah. All right. Next question. What are your goals? Now, the person didn't specify um, podcast-wise or life goals. So however you guys want to answer. So for me, podcast goals is just to continue to do it, continue to have good content, continue to um, inspire um, other folks to want to do it. Um, and ideally just continue to improve the image, improve the sound. I mean, I think we've done a great job with the limited budget that we may have. <laughs> um, upgrading the bar, new bar, signage, sign, menus and cups and shirts and hats um and, and providing me a microphone things. and yeah microphone over there so we've been improving we all actually um we replaced all of our microphones here at the cafe so whenever she is physically here she has one of these um yeah so that that's my goal and just to continue to get bigger and do more things with the youtube channel to include vlogs and things of that nature so that's kind of my plan for that for life um i don't know it's just to continue to be a great dad that's my real purpose in life i think um it's something that i think i am always learning um and um it's something that i think that when i'm gone someone is going to remember and that someone the most important person is my son um, that I was a father and I was a good father. Yeah, I may be a lawyer. Yeah, I may be this professionally. May, yeah, I may have this under my belt, this, that, and the third. But none of that stuff matters at the end of the day because when you strip all that away, you only have me. Um, and having a child that unconditionally loves you is important. And so that's my goal is to be a great dad. All right, nice. Ooh, that was what inspiration, if... though. Yeah, that kind of, oh, you know, inspiration? it touched, touched my heart for a second. Kind of shed a tear. <laughs> me, um, me too, Christian. All right, Christian. What about um, you? What are your goals? Podcast-wise, um, first I want to say I never envisioned myself even being on a podcast. I never listened to podcasts until being on one, um, and even then I slack on it. Um, but for this podcast specifically, I just want to see it grow. I want it's something that Sean started because it means a lot to him um, so I just want to continue on helping him make it better and bigger and hopefully in the long run we get sponsors and we start making you know some money out of it that'd be great um, and then for life goals um, just want to be successful and happy and healthy in all types of ways so, yeah good job we wish you nothing but great health christian all right so for me um podcast wise i just want the podcast to be um successful you know for you guys to get where it is that you guys want to be um because i i know for a fact that sean has worked really hard on this so as long as my beautiful presence is getting you you know where you want to be then i will continue being here for you and in regards to <laughs> In regards to my goals in life is just to <laughs> just to be a better person um like sean says for for his son which is my son as well um but i also have a little one so it's just to be a better person for them um i want them to 
always be proud of me and everything that I do. So that's my goal in life. Excellent. We wish you nothing but greatness in your life. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. All right. Next question. Moving right along. What is your biggest fear? So I can start. Um, My biggest fear is dying. I mean, I know we all eventually will die, but my biggest fear is mostly dying without my kids being independent. And I guess um, in my mind is always once they turn teen and they're in college and they have their own job, I can fear I can feel that if I pass away, then I'll be okay because, yeah, they will need me, but it won't be as much as they need me now. So that's my biggest fear, passing away before they are independent. What about you guys? For me, it probably would, if I had to pick the biggest fear, I'm going to say failure and that's broad, I know. Um, But it's innate in who I am. Like I'm a perfectionist, I'm a hard worker. Um, I constantly think about ways in which I can improve products, improve myself. Um, and so failing is always a fear of mine. Um, but if I had to make it more narrow, it is fear of heights. I do not like roller coasters. I do not like um, elevators that go up um, past like seven or eight feet floors. Um, but weirdly enough, airplanes do, do not bother me. I don't know why. Maybe because I flew so much. What about um, helicopters? I... Will you do a helicopter? Nah, I ain't doing that. Fuck that. I'm good. But it's like an airplane. <laughs> what's, what's the difference? No, it's not the same. Mm-mm. No, on an airplane, like the 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 incline, decline, the the it feels different. Landing is a little more like I feel a little more safe there. The helicopter is all over the place. They barely have equipment so that you can hear what's going on. The door can just easily slide open. Mm-mm. I'm good. Nah. <laughs> no airplane is fine okay <laughs> well we know who won't go skydiving not at all period <laughs> what oh, about you christian what's ahead, your biggest christian. fear i've been trying to think of one <laughs> while you guys were talking um i don't know what my biggest fear is honestly i i'm okay with heights to an extent i am okay with all types of animals i failure i feel i mean that could be like a fear but i take failing as like you fail and then that's another reason to get back up so i can't i don't have an answer for that question yet yeah um my biggest fear when it comes to animals is um oh and i don't even want to say it because mice oh my god rats shut up (laughs) yes no please don't like Oh, I'm terrified. I'm like, drop some my rat emojis in the comments. No, please don't. Sean is no. Terrified of mice too. So if he sees one, he'll jump up. Like, listen, I don't think he's no, as terrified I as I am. Like, I can't even watch Stuart Little. Out. No, don't. Please don't. Please don't. Ask Davian. You can ask Davian. Davian will tell you. Terrified, and it was because yeah, not as worse. She can't even use. She can't even watch cartoons. No, nope, nope. And it's all because of my mom. That's so interesting. Because when we lived in Puerto Rico, we used to live next to an abandoned house, and so they would come over, and so she would put the traps, and they would fall <laughs> would on they the knock traps. Knock on the door, <laughs> like they coming over for dinner. Can like, I have some sugar? <laughs> Oh my God! And, and they would be they alive. To play, like, what's going on? And she what would make mean? us pick them up, and so they would move. Oh my God! So she she's the one who caused this fear in me. <sighs> All right, moving on. All right, so this <laughs> this is not a question, but they just wanted to say great content. So thank you. Thank you. I work really it. hard creating these episodes, so thank you. Thank you very I much. I know we work really hard. We sure do. I don't think y'all y'all don't come up with nan episode, but go ahead. <laughs> we read it. Me. I just want to make it clear that nine, 90% of the episodes are my idea. Just let's just put that out there. I'll back you up on that. Like yeah, okay. thank you. 5% are mine. 
Yeah, okay. So there you go, 95%, and he's only 5% out of that. All right, next question. Um, when are you guys dropping merchandise so I can support and buy? Sean? Ooh, ooh. I don't know. That That's, um, as you can see, we're wearing some right now. We have on the shirt that says Peach Creek. Drink, listen, and converse. He's wearing a white one. Then we have the shot glass. You can see these here. We have the the little drink mugs. Now these, I think people will probably do. You can do a nice drink in this, a very good drink up in this, yeah. Um, oh, and we got beach bags over there. Look at that, y'all just drop well, it. Well, they're like tote bags, they're tote. not necessarily. Yeah, they're like tote okay, bags. Okay, tote bags. Y'all just doing all kind of shameless plugs, but. And we have the hats too. <laughs> yeah, we oh, have yeah. hats and we have notebooks. Um, but we haven't been selling. We haven't thought about the process of how we're going to do the selling. Part of the thing is, is like, I want to make sure, A, that there's a market so that, you know, people will be interested in it and I want them to be good products. But the other thing is, is I'm also thinking maybe we can do Patreon where we can produce certain videos or you get certain behind the scenes looks at things that I need to if you do us. Whatever level you do, you support like three or four or five dollars a month. Um, so you know, it's almost like a OnlyFans account, but it's really for podcasters and creators. So instead of going to spend that money on OnlyFans, where you can get that stuff for free on my Bitster. Support. I mean, if you guys want an OnlyFans, <laughs> comment down below. I was gonna support say because I've on seen Patreon, OnlyFans okay? account that are not just you know. Yeah, pornographic. Yeah, it's like I know well, this girl that, that does but, products. But there, but but there's a lot of um, there was some recent con recent controversy about that. But OnlyFans primarily has been sexual in nature. Maybe not hard porn, but sexual in nature. So Patreon is something that I'm thinking about doing and hopefully we will go ahead and do that where we can have some products that you won't necessarily have to purchase purchase but based upon the level in which you would subscribe to the Patreon you would get some of these products for free. So yes. And um, hopefully we'll be having a giveaway soon. Yeah, yes. I was going to add that um, that we are working on doing a giveaway. So I know that question, I know I mentioned um, at the start of the podcast that I posted the question on Peeps Creek, but we also individually post a question on our own social media. And I know this question came to Christian. So Christian, whoever sent it to you, let them know to be on the lookout because we may have a giveaway soon. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. Okay. I'm trying okay, to get Chris, to 300 followers. So maybe we can do it. You know, we can have them get us there and then do a giveaway. All right, next question. I think this question was to tell me that I'm slacking on my social media duties, so I do apologize. But the question is, what's the book selection for September? And I'll leave this one to mm. Sean because this was his choice. He actually picked the book for this month. So, Sean. The book selection for this month is Small Great Things by Jody. I think it's called P-I-C-O. ULT, I think, mm -hmm. um, but it is a book that deals with race relations and particularly in regards to a labor and delivery nurse who has to grapple with whether or not she um, um, continue with her Hippocratic oath, I think nurses have to take that as well, to um, protect um, the health and well-being of a particular patient or um, to adhere to the child's racist parents' um, belief that they don't want any um black person and they did not use that word in, in book um to deal with be around or associate with their child or them so so far as a very good read she shows things from different perspectives and different point of views um so yeah so that's going to be great to have a good discussion on yeah, um, and I just want to add, if you guys are interested in joining the book club, the link is on our bio on Instagram, Peeps Creek, but I'm sure that it's also on Facebook um, and all the other social medias that we have. But so far, I've truly, truly enjoyed the book club because all the books have been so different. I want to say out of all the books we've read, the only one that I didn't care for was The Child Called It 
But other than that, all the other books have been really, really good. So. Excellent. All right. Next question. Did nobody ask her what book she liked. Did nobody ask that question. I know. I but it's it was very interesting. Once you started actually explaining what this book was about, it just took me back to the, the one previous to this that we read and then the one that um, Stephen chose. And it's just like each book has kind of made a difference in me. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you, Sean, for allowing me your platform to say my comments or say how I feel. Mm-hmm. Anywho, next question. Would you do a cross collaboration with another podcast? And that's for you, Sean. Uh, yeah. Yes, we would do one. Um, cross pat. Um, cross collabs or collabs are important um, I like the idea of them so if you're interested go ahead and hit us up you can hit us by text at 202-618-0043 you can go on our Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash Peeps Creek Cafe you can hit us up on Instagram at Peeps Creek that is P-E-E-P-S-C-R-E-E-K you can also hit us up on Twitter at the same name Peeps Creek so if you're interested, let us know. Um, slide into the DMs, send a text. You can call that same number. Um, you can send an email at peepscreek at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, peepscreek.com, and submit um, a comment through our contact us list. So we have various ways in which you can reach us. So come on, let's do it. Boom. Yeah, and if you follow us individually, you can always um, send us a message and we'll make sure that Sean gets it. Um, so we can go ahead and get it started. I know it's something that you've been wanting to do for a while. So, and you don't yeah. have to wait for you know for them to reach out to you. You can reach out to them as well. Uh, Boom. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. So this one is very, um, very deep, and I think this one um, was also good. So the question is. What would you do if you were in a relationship for a few years now and you felt like you were losing feelings towards the other person, but you don't want to lose them? So like you still want to have them as a friend, even though you know that it would be difficult because it will break their heart. Let me know if you need me to repeat that. Um, um, I think that that is a conversation that you should be having and make and also like think to yourself like is this really something that am i going through something are we going through something like just think hard about that before making a big decision but if you're sure that you want to like end it but and still try to remain remain friends that's something that you guys need to both talk about or you need to talk to him about because he's obviously obviously not on the same boat um, or she, I don't know if it's a he or a she that sent this, um, but it may not, like, you guys may not end up being friends. He, he or she may be like, no, like, fuck you. We're done. We're done. I don't want to see you anymore. It, or it may go good. Um, he may be like, oh yeah, I feel the same way. He or she. Um, and there's just different ways, different, like, results of it. So I don't know. It's something that they need to both figure it out. I agree. What about you, Sean? So the person, they're in a relationship, been in a relationship for years. This person who asked the question is thinking they're falling out of love with the person that they're with, but they still want to be friends or still have some connection with that person. Yes. Yes. And I don't know if you said a year, but it's a few years. I said a few years, but okay. it doesn't matter if it's a year. It doesn't matter if it's two months. Like at the end of the day, you don't get to decide how. Um, <clears throat> you, to me, it's just the question in and of itself is incredibly selfish, and it's selfish in the sense that you want to be able to say that I 
I know that there's a possibility that I don't want to be with this person, but I also don't want to lose this person. And so you don't get to have both. Like you don't get to take someone's choice away. So I feel like that's a conversation. You definitely need to have that conversation and that conversation should be had sooner rather than later um, because one or two things can happen. That person may be feeling the same way and just don't want to say it. And then it's a breath of fresh air because you brought it up. And so then y'all could amicably separate from a relationship but still have a friendship or it can go like what the fuck i've been doing this that and the third and you out here not liking me and not loving me so it's like you just been stringing me along how long that's been so i think that the conversation should happen sooner rather than later um and i think the conversation should be happening without any regard to whether or not you want to remain friends with that person because a friendship just like any relationship requires give and take. And so that requires that person to actually want to be friends with you. And if they don't want to be friends with you, they don't have to be friends with you. If they don't ever want to talk to you, they don't ever have to talk to you. And I know there's going to be some person to be like, you know, time heals things. Sometimes time doesn't heal. Sometimes time is of the sense that I don't need to be around you whatsoever at all, period. Um, but that requires that person to make that determination. Um, and you have to be willing to hear that they don't want to be around you anymore. You have to be willing to hear that they don't want to be your friend. And you have to accept that because you don't get to pick and choose that process when you're breaking up a relationship or you think maybe you're out of you're falling out of love. And I agree with Christian. Sorry, I'm going to wrap this up. I agree with Christian. You need to make sure that this is a phase. This isn't just a phase. Like, you know that you don't want to be with this person. Or maybe there's something that this person should be doing that you think a uh, significant other should be doing and they're not doing, but you're not effective in communicating that. So that's another thing that you want to do. If you think there's a way that you can fix it, communicate that. And if they can agree and accommodate your request, then so be it. If they can't, walk away. That's my opinion. Thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. I <laughs> thought was, it was oh, never going to end. <laughs> I thought we were going to ramble anymore. I was like, that was a ramble. That's no. the truth. I mean, you basically said like what I said, but okay. No, I didn't. I, oh my God. <laughs> he just Go prolonged it. Like, okay. I'm sorry. Next question. I didn't even give my. <laughs> she she didn't answer. <laughs> she said, I agree with Christian. That no, doesn't mean that was my answer, up. though. I agree with him. No, okay, well, hurry so, up. You got 10 seconds. Nah, you took like 20 out of that. No, I, I do agree that a conversation has to happen between the two. I think that um, you have to come out and let the person know how it is that you're feeling. But at the same time, you have to be open to hear what that other person is going to say, even if you don't like what they're going to say. But what I will say is that you should not go into the conversation with hopes that a friendship is going to come out of it. Because if that person is not feeling the way you're feeling and they still want to be in the relationship, they may not agree to the friendship right away. So have the conversation, be open to whatever it is that the other person is going to say. Um, you guys may have to cry it out or scream or do whatever it needs to be done. Um, but just don't expect a friendship at the end. You know, if it happens, great. If it doesn't happen, then move on. I kind of disagree about time doesn't heal i think time does heal everything and maybe the healing is the fact that that person just doesn't want to have no type of relationship with you but that's how that person healed so just give it time you know maybe later on you do become friends but just be just accept it if it doesn't happen so so yeah, I, I must stay firm with my time doesn't heal everything. Time does not, in my opinion. I think time helps you cope better, but doesn't necessarily mean you're healed. But whatever. You if you want to get deep into it, that means the inside there's still like a grudge if right. you've actually not healed from it. No, think about think about the fact that you lose a loved one. Sometimes you never get with the fact that you lost a significant other and you can your significant other could be dead for 35 years and that's still hurt and pain associated with it. I think it helps you cope and understand better, but it doesn't necessarily heal. The concept of heal means that it's fixed, it's over with, it's I mean, done with. That's just my opinion. And great thing about America is that we're all entitled to our opinions and we're all entitled to, um, what is it? Um, 
freedom of speech? Freedom. freedom well, speech. that's not necessarily true either. There are limits to freedom of speech, but we're oh not going to get God. into that as well. But go ahead. Moving right <laughs> along. Question. Thank ah. you for your opinion that we didn't ask for, Sean. But the next question is, this one is very deep too. What about the psychology behind judgment? Like, why do we judge and do we care how judgment feels? I, okay, I don't want to, I know the question says like, about the psychology about judgment. I am not a psychologist, so I don't know what the psychology behind judgment is. I will give my opinion on judgment and why people do it and why people care about it. Um, for people that do it, I feel like it all stems out of insecurities or jealousy. Like, let's talk about uh, social media, for instance. Like, nowadays, you people are flaunting what they have and everything and people judge for every little thing and i think that all stems out of um insecurity or they're jealous of what they have and they don't have um and i want to say same and for the people that like are being judged i want to say that's also like and coming from an insecurity point of view um yeah I, th I think I have more to say. I just can't remember. Well, let us know when you remember. <laughs> okay. Denise, yeah. go ahead. Um, yeah, I agree with the psychology. I think it's a very interesting question and one that has, once I read it, has left me with wanting to kind of learn a little bit more because there definitely has to be psychology behind all of it, behind everything, actually. Um, but like Christian, more about judgment, I feel, is our own, like he said, insecurities, our own... Um, um what's the word um what we Jealousy? know or what we learn oh, our own biases you know like oh it's just insecurities it's just you know not knowing better uh it's, it's probably what i what i'm trying to say um and do i think that the other people care i think the question was do we um let me go back to it i'm sorry why do we care do we care about how judgment feels I think that at the time, the person that's doing the judging doesn't, but I think the person that's being judged does. I think it all depends on the person, really. Um, but yeah, there, there is some feelings behind judgment. What about you? I agree with that last part, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't necessarily truly have an answer. I think the question requires someone who is um professionally trained and licensed to give that opinion i don't know anything about psychology i mean i studied it slightly but i'm not to the point where i can say i can give you a psychological perspective on judgment but from a personal perspective i think i mean i think judgment <clears throat> comes in two forms you have nasty judgment and then you have judgment that is more geared towards being constructive criticism so i think the question is truly geared towards what i what I categorize as like the nasty judgment, the fact of um, you think this or this, that, and the third. That's what I understand the question to be focusing on. Of course, the most people would say that um, judge those individuals who are doing the judging, it's because they're insecure, maybe. I don't know, I, I think that's person specific. Some people may actually think that they are entitled to judge just because of who they are, where they sit. Um, and so it, it varies um, in regards to that. But the person who is receiving the judgment may have their own insecurities in the sense that they don't want anyone telling them X, Y, and Z about how they look, how they how they dress and this, that, and the third. Um, and I just think social media in and of itself makes judgment even more um, acceptable, A, more widespread, B, and more hurtful, C, because... Um, you're not only looking at all these people who look good. You're not only looking at all these people who allegedly purport to have all these fancy, expensive things. Um, and But you're also sitting in your own self and looking at yourself and judging yourself. Why am I not this person? Why am I don't look this way? Why don't I have that? Um, and I just think here in America, particularly, we set ourselves up to be judged and to judge. Um, and so until we strip away 
um, the way that we are raised in this society, I think judgment is always going to be present. Um, but I will say that sometimes we judge without even thinking and considering the other person um, because you never know what that person is going through. You don't know what kind of mental strengths or weaknesses they may have. You may not know what kind of emotional battles or scars that they're going through. And so that judgment, even though you might think it's constructive criticism or it's not that important or it's weak, could be the tipping point to cause that person to do harm to themselves or others. Um, and so I just think we need to be a little more cognizant and nice um, and just be nice. Why can't we be nice? Why can't we just be fucking nice? BFN. Be fucking nice. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. All right. So whoever um, posted that question, if you're listening, there are um, a lot of um Oh, God, he made me forget. Just I was trying to put those uh, three words together. A lot of articles be online fu- that you nice. may be interested in reading. Um, and a lot of books. I found a lot of books that um, touch on that. So if that person is listening, they can always put um, that same question that they asked. I actually put it online and it bought different um, articles. So maybe that will help them a little. All right. Next question. Are you happy with your co-hosts? Psych. I put that question. No, the real question was. <laughs> I was like, the real question fun. was, how did you know the right fit for hosts and co-hosts? Well, the right fit for hosts is me because I created it. Duh. Boom. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think it was just a... Uh, organic process trial and error i have multiple people on um sometimes i will rotate the people and they were not necessarily a a co-host or what have you it's just friends coming on and that's still a possibility so it's not like i'm limiting myself to only having christian and denise on like if other people want to be involved and there's a topic you want to talk about you know slide into the dms contact me in any other ways you if you have my text text me whatever um, but for me, it's about organic chemistry um, and so, and also work ethic behind the scenes because this process takes a lot. Um, it's a lot of editing. It's a lot of think thought process about the topic, how to structure the topic. Now, most of our conversations we are organically having, like we don't really outline and structure our conversations unless we're doing a review of some kind of documentary or something where we have specific things that we want to cover um but it was a natural progression for me and an organic mix all right thank you for that and the last question which was very interesting how can i be the head of no i'm sorry how to be the head of a crime syndicate i don't want to do it but i'm curious okay i just want clarification she's not asking on how to get away with like a crime, right? Syndicate. No, boy. She's actually not like how to be like the voice on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> okay. Or Forensic Files. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I was like, this is the or wrong... Or Nancy Grace. That's her name, right? And yeah. I will say this. this they mentioned it's a she, a but it's oh my God, the we get it. to Sean, um, and he knows the person that asked the question, so. Tamron Hall. Oh, my God. In there. I got to get black people in there. Okay. Um, I don't know the answer to that. If you know the answer, I would love to do it because I listen and watch crime shows and listen to crime podcasts all day long. But um, I think what you do is look at people who have done it um, and emulate that and perfect it to your perfection. Because there are people out there who want to see someone who looks like them talk about the things that matter to them because a lot of these crime shows they don't talk about stuff that's going on in the hood per se or they don't talk about things that's impacting certain sectors of individuals so you have to find a niche i think that works for you um, but also think about if there is an oversaturation in the market so um, i think there is a market out there for crimes in a hood. I know that may sound stupid. I know it may sound like um, I'm being derogatory, but I'm not. It's like you want to hear about small things or little crimes that's happening in the neighborhood, whether it's the little mom and pop grocery store where 
bread was stolen, right? Because that may be about a bigger issue. The bigger issue may be economic deprivation um, or what have you. So, I mean, I think there are ways in which you can do it. Um, I think there was one lady on Facebook. I forget her name. God rest her soul. But I think it was in Virginia Beach, actually, or Norfolk or Portsmouth. And what she would do is she had a scanner and she would scan what's going on and she would go out there take her microphone and go on facebook live and report like she a motherfucking reporter you understand i didn't know that and she, it, it was funny but also informative like you wouldn't have known that she wasn't necessarily a real reporter like you just think she had an edge with her or what have you um so i just say do it you have so many platforms to do it. you have youtube live you have instagram live you have facebook live hell you can create a website and have rss feeds created so that people can subscribe to it like there are so many ways in which you can do it um and i just say go out there and do it fuck it all right actually i would like to do a crime segment on this one where we can talk about like local crimes we can read them out of the local newspaper because they're not going to get like big exposure well we could we talk-, talk about that later um and, and we've been wanting to talk about the um showtime documentary plus the um the netflix episode remember that i showed you guys about the um the guy that went with his friends to that party and then and that the friends left uh, them at yeah, the- yeah 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 that was unsolved mystery yeah all right okay so we are coming up on the top of the hour denise is there anything else no that's it so thank you i do want to say though thank you to everyone that sent the questions to peeps creek but also to those that sent the questions directly to christian and to sean um and then hopefully we can do another one of these next month we can probably do them monthly little segment yeah that'd be fun happy hour we need to do more happy hour um and so that that reminds me we are going to install a recurring segment sort of to the reddit reddit segment um where we are going to do um more often happy hours and we'll have various topics on these happy hours um so yeah so stay tuned for that um but i do also want to just say thank you for those individuals who actually took the time to think of a question and send it in um because that just shows how easy it is to support something like we're quick to repost all these people who don't need to be posting um but the fact that you took a minute or even 30 seconds out of your day to send a question is um important um and it is um insightful and it shows support so i appreciate that all right so until next time here at Peace Creek, we will continue to drink, listen, and converse. You do the same. Make sure that if you drink alcohol, you drink responsibly and you drink within the parameters of the law. And make sure that you are at least 21 years of age. All right. So until next time, peace and love. Bye. Ciao. Peace out. <laughs>